podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. This week, what a week it's been of Super Rugby. So many, so many good matches to talk about. But first up, we're going to do the quit the, the listeners' questions. <laughs> I almost forgot. I almost forgot. So it seems like it's been a while. But the listeners' questions. So Tobes, first question. This is for you. Okay. From Dave Morris. Dave Morris. Burnley. So this is the first sort of UK bound uh, listener. He must be a Kiwi though here, is he? Uh, well, I don't know, mate. Well, it sounds like a Kiwi, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. He's asked you this question. Toby, what's your take on the KFC girls seen at the Crusaders match? <laughs> oh, we had a bit of a giggle about this, didn't we? So if you weren't, or if you didn't see that, um, there were some young girls handing out KFC chicken boxes at the Crusaders and Chiefs game, which I found quite ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously, they're a big sponsor, but still, I thought it was very, very funny. I think it's funny for a number of reasons. Over here in the UK, you know, there's a massive health push. And I, <laughs> we, see <laughs> that, we, we see just people handing out fried chicken on, on, a, oh. on, a, on a warm, um, not summer's night, is it? Or not, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a rugby match family event and they're handing out KFC. But I tell you what, the crowd were loving the KFC. Well the thing, the commentators were saying that it didn't even get like three rows back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if I was there I'd be getting as many bock as I could. I reckon yeah. there's a few few of those chicks that were uh just hoeing down a little bit of KFC before they gave it out as well. But no, very 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 weird. Very yeah. weird when we watched that, wasn't it? Next up, Peter Holder from Texas. 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 <laughs> I love Texas. Me and You've my never wife. been? Me, no, never been. Okay. But I just love the idea of Texas. I love the idea of the big cowboy hats. I love the You'd idea. You'd look absolutely awful in a cowboy. The cowboy boots would see you though, mate. <laughs> I like the spurs, mate. I get the spurs on. But anyway, Peter Holden, he's, and this is a great question. This is a great question. It might make a few people's stomach turn. What would you pick Quade Cooper for the All Blacks if he had not played for the Wallabies? That's an awful question to answer. It's an it's an awful question, but a very, very good question. I <clears throat> I would go yes, just because he brings that little bit of X factor. As in he's almost like a Carlos Spencer. You know, it's um, it's a tough one now. He's he's obviously past his prime now. Although yes. I do think he's playing he's playing really well, very very good rugby. Yeah. But back in his heyday, think about who he would have been in for, and he was up against Dan Carter. Yeah. So the real question is, but who's the replacement? Who did we have at the time? Yeah, that that's 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 a good question. So. When would you have him in the All Blacks? I think I would have had him in the All Blacks. And he could have been a very, very... He could have been like Andrew Mertens and Carlos Spencer. Dan Carter, Quade Cooper. His kicking wasn't up to it. But no. neither was any of our replacement kickers, really. Dan Carter went off and we always struggled. So I'm going to say yes. 
he and I tell you the reason why I'm going to say yes because I can remember many games when we were playing. We were playing them, the Reds or whatever he was playing for at the time. And every time he got the ball, I kind of just was a bit nervous about what he was going to do with it. Well, not, there's not that many players that I felt like that about. No, well, you don't expect anything, but you can expect everything from him, can't you? You know, he, he just comes out of nowhere. Because he can have awful games. He can have awful games. But then games. some games you're like, "How? that's ridiculous. How did he do that? Well, it was like the like, game last week. He was unbelievable in yeah. the game last week. You know, you know, really, really made the difference between the two sides. Yeah. And that's what being a, a, you know, a, a super sub is all about. Do you think that we could have put him in the midfield somewhere? Absolutely not. He can't tackle. <laughs> 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 I can remember back in his heyday, he played for the, a bit like Mertz, actually. Uh, whoa, they, whoa, they, whoa, they, whoa. They'd stick him on the wing, they put him at fullback. Yeah. So he was never in the top line no, for defence. No, true. So put him in the midfield. <laughs> no Not way. a chance. <laughs> All right, mate, next question. And this is a real good one as well. I think I'm loving these questions this week. They are good. This is from Tom Lyons. It doesn't actually say where he's from. Right. Let's just say he's from South Africa. We'll cover most of the world tonight. <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> who, who who do you think is going to be top and bottom of each of the conferences? Oh, God. Right. Let's start with our one, shall we? Yeah. Crusaders, I think, obviously. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll be top. And I think the Chiefs. I, the I do agree Chiefs. with that. After seeing them play. Oh, they just... I, don't yeah. know where they're going wrong. Well, I, I I know where they're going wrong. Okay, you tell me. They're just not very good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the depth, mate. Remember in the first potty we said no they depth. didn't have the depth, yeah. and that's really come to hit them. And it's hit them harder than all the other teams with the All Blacks not there. They just don't, don't have the team around. I mean, well, they've shown I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there because we're going to get onto that, aren't we, when we cover the actual game. So how about we get back to the question? So, so we're saying Crusaders and the Chiefs. What yep. about the Australian Conference? Rebels for top. I agree. Rebels definitely. Yep. Looking good. Looking good. But who are you going to go for bottom place? Well, I think currently it's the Reds, isn't it? It is the Reds, mm. but I don't think it'll be the Reds. I think it'll be the Sunwolves. And I'm, yeah. I'm loving the yeah. Sunwolves at the moment, but oh. I think it'll be the Sunwolves. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. They've won one game and I think the Reds have won one game as well, haven't they? They have. And the game they won, they look sharp. Yeah. And the thing I like about the Reds is they've got a really nice midfield. Yeah. And we know how important that'll be later in the season. But I just think with the Sunwolves, they don't have the squad. No. I talk about squad a lot, but as the season goes on, uh, that will really, really come back to not hurt them. But as soon as they get one or two key injuries, they will really, really struggle. Yeah. Um, to keep putting out performance after performance. And they've really, I mean, I'm loving the Sunwolves so far this year. They're playing some great rugby. They're playing super rugby, aren't they? They're playing expansive <laughs> passing. Hey, don't ever giggle at me, mate. I am ever giggling, mate. But we're going to get onto that, aren't we, actually? Super rugby has returned. Super for, super rugby has definitely returned for me. We still, on, we still haven't done South African. Oh, sorry, of course. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, Tobes, for the South African Conference, who is top and bottom for you? Well, I still think the Sharks will be top, even though they lost to the Bulls on the weekend. Just because they've got they've got depth. I feel like the Sharks 
actually have depth? I'm going to go against you. I'm going to say the Bulls, and I'm going to tell you why. Because they won on the weekend. Two top teams going against each other, and the Bulls win. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. who's got the better team? I'm going to say the Bulls. They they bet the, they bet the other top side that were really in form. Yeah, that yeah, you've got a good point. Yeah. Okay. What about bottom, mate? Bottom. And this is a tough one, isn't it? Because there is no standout bottom. You know, we're talking about Chiefs. They are standout bottom at the moment. <laughs> they are outstanding at the bottom. <laughs> they are stand. And I think this. Well, I'm saying the Sun Wolves. You've said the Sun Wolves, yeah. And I just think, but they'll just run out of numbers. But the South African Conference, that's different. Much tougher to pick. Well, there's there's three in contention, really. But to be honest, there's nothing. You could throw a blanket over all of them. Um, but at the moment, it's the Stormers on eight. Then you've got the Jaguars and the Lions on nine. So you're, you you mentioned that you were going to go for the Jaguars, which I don't like. No, I'm, I'm actually going to I'm going to go against that. You've now. changed your mind. It's typical and, demo, no way. It <laughs> typical. Is, Give me some stats, and I'm, I'm sold. So who's <laughs> at the bottom at the moment? Stormers is at the bottom. I'm going to say Stormers then. I'm going to say the Stormers, just because the Jaguars, although there's a lot of travel for the Jaguars, and that's the reason why I kind of feel that they might struggle um, over the whole season. They've just got too much quality. And when they're away, when they're at home, it's a big advantage. So I'm going to say they're going to not finish last, and the Stormers will. Right, okay. There you go. You've told me. You, do you agree? I agree, yeah. Yeah, Happy I agree. Days. That's but, very very rare that we agree, mate. I don't like it. I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we move on to the first game then, mate? Yeah, for us, massive game. Huge. We watched this one together. Huge. Highlanders versus the Hurricanes. Yes. What have you got written down, mate? What have you, What are your thoughts? <sighs> it, it, it was a great game. I liked it because it was just... It was, it, it was a battle. It was a real physical battle... I feel like the Highlanders won. I uh, yeah. Do you know? <laughs> so basically, we write down a whole bunch of stuff as we're watching <laughs> this game. And after about five minutes, I turned and went, "What was I thinking? Why did I think the Highlanders were going to win?" And that was because the team, the Hurricanes team, was just unbelievable, brimming with talent, brimming with talent. But actually, when we talk about the team, we're talking about their backline. Because their forwards really, really struggled. Yeah, the set pieces of the Highlanders, the scrum, the lineout, were exceptional. Oh, fantastic! And I think great work from Aaron Smith for the first try. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, a genius! Absolutely, yeah. And my other big thing is um, penalties. So many penalties. That's something that I really worry about moving forward. The New Zealand teams seem to be giving away penalty after penalty after penalty. And although the New Zealand teams generally kick for the corner and go for the try, come test match time, England, yeah, but Wales, mate, Scotland, mate, mate, they're just going to kick those points. Yeah, yeah. But that's test, that's test match rugby. We're talking about super rugby. We, you chance your arm, don't you? But you also need to win matches. And you look at that, look at the, look at the difference between the two, two sides, 22 25 it came down to a kick and it could have come down to that earlier yeah yeah it could have done so for me the big big thing was the hurricanes backline absolutely top draw 
The Highlanders forward pack, absolutely amazing. And I think they played, the Highlanders played really, really well as a unit. But they had an opportunity and they, they didn't take it at the end. They could have rolled that game out, waited for the penalty. Uh, I think Julian Savia was very, very lucky not to get penalised right in front of the sticks. Julian? Offs- offside. <laughs> Julian, Arnie Savia. Arnie Savia, mate, yeah. Very, very lucky not to yep. get... And, and we had a very quiet game. We bigged him up massively we last did, week. yeah, yeah. And this week... Non-existent. Yeah, literally non-existent. Yeah. Until the very end. So Hurricanes, for me, back line was amazing. They were powerful running. I thought Mitchell at five impressed until he had a head knock. Um, really, really nasty head knock. But he looks like a player that can, that can play with the ball yeah. in hand. Um, Do you know who really impressed me for the um, Highlanders, actually, just to interrupt you, because that's what I do, um, is Coltman. Yeah, Coltman, good player. Played really strongly. Um, He scored that try, uh, and it was good line-out throwing, good scrummaging, and he got around the park as well. Yeah, okay, so this is a good question then. Um, Coltman, where would you put him in in your hooker stock at the moment for the ABs? Oh, that's a big question. You'd obviously go, I mean, Cody Taylor when he came on was class. Cody Taylor when he came on was class. Yeah. But the starting hooker was also class from the Crusaders. Yeah. That liney, that, that liney did. Oh, oh, that was good, I wasn't his it? His Mark Leo or it sounds, sounds, I mean, I'm really sorry if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you played really well. Um yeah, I mean, Cody Taylor last year was just unbelievable. But then again, what do you think of Dane Coles? How uh, do you think he played? For me, he's number one. He's oh, already number one. 100%. Um, he's getting around the park like a like Spring a chicken, mate. Spring or like, chicken. you know, a loose forward. Yeah. He is literally a loose forward, isn't he? He is a loose forward. That he, throws the ball in. But he throws the ball in well as, you know, he's made a big difference when he's come in, throws the ball into their line out, although they, their seat pieces are struggling. He was a bit quieter in this match than he was the week before. I just think Cody Cody Taylor number two, and then yeah. I'd probably say Coltman number three. Yeah, it's he's just, a good player. It's, he's got a great few, beard as well. <laughs> I tell you what, if I could grow half the facial hair that he could, Mate, I'd be a happy man. Fa- if you could grow facial hair, you'd be you'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, she's a little patchy. Eh? She's a little patchy. <laughs> so you're Coltman number three for me. Yeah, maybe even. Maybe even less. This is this is a tough one. It's well, a tough one. Yeah, Harris. Harris. Yeah, he played. Him. He's consistent. He is consistent. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, that's probably one of the positions where we're we've got depth. Probably oh, yeah, our front yeah. row. Absolutely, we've got yeah. we've got stacks of depth there. Yeah. So yeah. for me, that was a great match. Great start. Bowden Barrett woke up in the second half. Well, he, he, I think we were saying that he was still on honeymoon. Still on honeymoon, although that crossfield kick. Oh, that was class. <laughs> that was he, he, was cla- he was class in the second yeah. half. Yeah. Absolutely class. No, good. And, you know, he obviously kicked the goal right in from in front to win it, but um, you still have to kick it, don't you? And we have seen him miss those before. Well, yeah. Do you, do you know what, that. though? I'm, I'm going to make a prediction here. <laughs> He's changed his kicking tee. So Bowden Barrett, at the end of last season, changed his kicking tee. We're going to give a free plug out here for the Dan Carter kicking tees. He's changed his kicking tee, and for me, when he kicked before, he always used to kick 
the kicking tee. Now, that might sound ridiculous because everyone's going to say, well, of course he kicks the kicking tee. But he used to kick the kicking tee, and the kicking tee would almost go as far as the ball. Whereas with this new kicking tee... And he's I hope actually you know the ones, striking the ball, isn't he? He's striking the ball, and yeah. actually the tee's staying where it should be. And he's been... He's been pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, he's you know he's only. I'd say well, he's two. probably practicing on his honeymoon, wasn't he? Kicking off the beach. Oh, remember the days when the 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 buggy used to bring out sand? Oh man, I used <sighs> to love those days. I I grew up in those days. I grew up in the days where we had the leather balls, mate. Oh, village. No, no, no. <laughs> you say village, but when you got a new one, it was you know you felt like you're playing test match rugby because the ball was in impeccable condition. When you didn't have a new one, it was like you're literally playing with a basketball. But we were you kicking off sand? Mate, I was kicking off sand with steel tap, steel cap toes. <laughs> I'll tell you a good story, actually. Me and my brother, we used to uh, go down to the beach and we used to make um, posts with pieces of driftwood and we used to back up and we used to kick, kick the ball through to each other. Bloody good game, eh? That's <laughs> what happens when you don't have a television. <laughs> and no friends. <laughs> hey, hey. All right, mate. So we'll move on to the Crusaders and Chiefs match. What was your take on this one? There was only going to be one winner, I felt. I remember we sort of said, you know, a wounded, a wounded animal. And they had something to prove, didn't they? But it, it, I thought this was a real potential banana skin for the Crusaders because... You know, the Chiefs losing four in a row, almost unheard of. And I just kind of thought, crikey, you know, if they lose four, they've got the they've got the Hurricanes next week. Oh. You know, they could, I mean, they might not get a win. No. <laughs> they did They did have some nice moments in this game, though. They some did, nice but moments. handling errors let, let them down. Or, you know, they got into striking range and then couldn't get over the line so to speak it is the story of their season so far is that they have not managed to convert really really good chances and the score was 57 28 but the thing that got me was their set piece is working really well i i actually disagree with you i know that their scrum was very very but that was partly because we were we we were without Oh, the Crusaders were without. We Joe oh. Moody went down very early. He did, yeah. Harry Allen comes on. Very, very young prop. Has to prop for the whole of the match. I think they exploited that. Um, and I think also they are stronger in the forwards than they are in the backs. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Line-outs working well. Retallick. Yeah, I mean, Retallick's class, isn't he? Still he's, class. He's, I tell you what, he is an ugly bugger, though, isn't he? Sorry, Brody, if you're listening. Do you know, what, but, what, let's, <laughs> looks like a bloody horse. <laughs> let's go back though. Let's go I take, back. I take that back, Brody. Sorry, mate. Let's go back. Would you rather be you <laughs> <laughs> or Brody Retallick? <laughs> Gee, that's, uh, you've got me in a rock and a hard place, haven't you? Uh, I'd be Brody. <laughs> I, I think I'd be Brody as well, mate. I'd be Brody as well. But no, I thought it was a great game. What have I, what have I got here? Sivu Reese. Oh, man. Sivu Reese and Will Jordan. Although, do you know what annoyed me? was the commentators waxing lyrical about Will Jordan, saying about how well he played last week. I mean, I watched the Crusaders match every week, and I just thought, yeah, he played well. He played really well. But 
Will Jordan? I mean, no. some of the ridiculous comments coming out saying he'll be the next all-black uh, fullback. I mean, where are you getting that from? He's played two Super yeah. Rugby matches. And he scored what? One, oh, no, he scored two tries. He, he scored, scored two one tri- last week. No, he's saying he's going to be the next all-blacks well, that's like that's like the English people over here saying that their number seven is going to be the world's best ever seven. Oh, come on, let's be honest. That's what we have to deal with over here, guys. Come on, absolutely. So, Sylvia Reese first time, yep. Will Jordan first Brilliant. time. Brilliant, great, great matches. I, I would give them that. Andrew Marcaleo that we talk about, his great line for his try. Yeah, that was. I yeah. just thought, welcome back, Super Rugby. This is what we have been waiting for. And it wasn't just this match. It was match after match. Probably, actually, the Highlanders and the Hurricanes was the least Super Rugby-like. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But can I just go back to that ga- game? It's at half time says it all. It Five... To 13 missed tackles. So Crusaders 5, 13 to the Chiefs. That that says a lot of things. Defence. Poor. Uh, yeah, massive. In the backs. You know, as I said, when they played the Brumbies, and Brum- the Brumbies have only won one match yeah. against the Chiefs, and they absolutely smashed them. The Chiefs looked dangerous in the backs, but they just got absolutely smashed up and spat out the other Anton side. Anton Leonard-Brown. Missing. No, 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 playing, no, he played, but yeah, he yeah. played well. He played he played really well. And actually, yeah. I was saying that I thought he was playing well this season. Yeah. And you were like, really? And I was going, yeah. He's actually lost a bit of timber. Yeah, you mentioned that. He actually lost a bit of timber, looks sharp, which is always good. David Harvilli, top draw. He came on and played well. Um, the Crusaders just had so much time on the ball. There was no pressure from the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defence was almost just shifting Instead of up and shifting. I just thought when you looked at their defensive structure. They just weren't ar- pressing. Yeah, but but around the rucks, there's big gaps. Yeah. and Well, that's the first try for the um, Crusaders, wasn't it? That line, the props line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just gaping. Yeah, gaping holes. No guards. Do you know the thing I, I thought was really interesting? Uh, I'm a massive one where I fear uh, for when we play the Northern Hemisphere teams. And I'm always saying, look, you need to come up with something on that first receiver. I'm talking about the Ford runners off nine. Yeah. I think the Crusaders, uh, it's easy. I know I'm a massive Crusader fan. I know it's easy for you to say. Oh, really? God, yeah, I didn't I know this. I know. Far out. Um, but I think they've got, a, they've got a system that will work against Northern Hemisphere teams. They don't just run it up in their pot of three. The ball goes behind them. The ball goes to them, then out the back. Or the ball goes behind them to another pod. So they really, really mix it up. And I think yeah. that's going to be massively important moving through the rest of the Super Rugby season, but also moving into the uh, test matches for the season. So for me, the Chiefs really have to look at their defensive structures because I think they've got enough on attack. They've got a good enough set piece. But overall, they're just let down by a real lackluster defense. Agreed. Definitely agree. Next matchup, mate, was the Blues versus the Sunwolves. Now, this had potential to be a disaster for the Blues. Sunwolves had their uh, tails up from last week from being the Chiefs. First ever win away from home. I really thought that the Sunwolves were going to be on holiday. (laughs) 
I really, really thought that, you know, the Blues would turn up, the Sunwolves would have been still, you know, loving the fact that they've they've won their first match. The Wolves would have been in the sun. <laughs> That's so bad, mate. Um, but they didn't, you know, and fair play, because I thought the Blues played really, really well. But the Sunwolves, they never, ever gave up. Close first no. half, Blues really pulled away. Rico Ioane. Some of his welcome tries, back, welcome back. But I mean, some of his tries were just, you know, finishing. Yeah, yeah. But only he can finish like that. Yeah, you know, he just makes it look so easy. Can I just say something as well? When he got his hat trick, his hat trick try, he took a hat off his head, m- metaphorically, obviously. But I just thought that was class. He knew it was coming though, didn't he? He had so much space out wide. Yeah, I mean, they really, really worked. Uh, I thought the Blues were fantastic. Yeah. They they reminded me of the first game they played against the Crusaders, where it went right down to the wire. I think they yeah. played to that level. And, I've hey, the great Sonny Bill Williams. Welcome back, mate. Welcome back, Sonny Bill. He played fan. I thought he played f- And maybe it was because he was captaining the team. He he looked like he was at, he looked like he was loving it. He was asking the, the referee questions. He was talking to the referee a lot more. And he just looked like a leader. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He looked like a senior player who's been playing, you know, a long time. Well, he has, let's be honest. Yeah, but, but he, he, he's never been like that before. No. He's always been no. quite quiet, really. Yeah. Um, so what, what I've put down here, and I put down here, Sonny Bell played really well. Close first half, then, then Rico just ripped it up. Yeah. Harry Plummer impressed me. Yeah. With his um, running game. thought he ran with the ball really nicely. But I did think the Blues don't know how to win. They obviously did end up winning. Yeah. But that was maybe because the Sunwolves just weren't as good as them. They almost ran out of oomph, didn't they, the Sunwolves? I think they did run out of oomph. I think they were just, they'd be, they were pretty happy towards them that they'd put on a good show for their supporters. Um, Defence is too passive. Um, and not winning the collisions. I thought that the Blues, it's one area where they really need to work on. Ikea, Ikeda Yuani. Yeah. I thought he was exceptional, though. I think he's he's going to be in with a, uh, a sniff with the All Blacks. I mean, he, he is in the All Blacks squad, but he's he's almost like another Ardi Savia. We massively talked up Ardi Savia last week. <laughs> and we're massively talking up Yuani uh, this week. Yeah, I mean, I think Yuani. I've been impressed by Yuani for a long time. He's he's a he's a big ball carrier. Yeah, he's a strong lad. He's he's arguably a much bigger ball carrier than Savia. Whoa, it's a big call. No, nah, he's a, he's a much. I mean, you know, when he hits a, a tackler, he never goes backwards. Whereas. Oh, this is that's a big call. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one because you can't disagree with me because I'm right. Oh wow! Here, <laughs> I know, oh. David. Seriously, I tell you what, fellas, and potentially women who are listening, this is what I have to put up with day in, day out. But oh, I'm always right. You're not. No, I'm not time. saying I'm always they right. They are I'm just, very, very similar. No, uh, Ari Savia is a lot lighter. A lot more agile. I'm meaning their gameplay. No, they're not. They're when so they make different. contact, they they don't stop. Vuna, Vuna Pola. 
for England, right? He's like Vunapola for England. He has the same game, that game to him. He's a better player, of course, because, you know, Vunapola is English. Well, he's not even English. (laughs) (laughs) But he plays very similar. He's a big ball carrier. He always gets over the game But he's a big ball carrier because he is a huge human being. That's right, and I don't think Arnie Savia is a huge human being. No, he's but you don't need to be that. Me. <laughs> you don't need. Well, mate, you're a big boy, though, way. Eh? <laughs> yeah, but that's got more to do with what I eat <laughs> around the waist. Exactly. I got a fat back. That's all I've got to say. Oh. Um, no, but I think I think you're right. He did play very, very well, and he has done. Even though the Blues have haven't been playing that well, he's been he's been rock solid. Back at the scrum. I think the Sunwolves, let's go over to Sunwolves. I thought um, they put really nice pace on the ball. They they really do what the All Blacks try and do, which is speed up the game. Yeah. Um, Halfback is really quick to the breakdown and just gets the ball out. Yeah. And they just, even when they were down to 14 players, they didn't give up. They got. Well, they scored. They scored. And you've got to say, we love the Sunwolves. They really, the, their spirit and how they're playing with lack of resources yeah. that maybe the other teams don't have to deal with is um, a real credit to them. Well, can I just say also in the midfield, Little, he's, oh, yeah, he's a just, good player. He's your long head, Paolo. You'll have a big long head, <laughs> oh, Paolo. Mate, he, he's, he's good on the offload. Do you know what I thought? And you might be too young though. for this, but John Timu's, Timu's lad? So this is an ex All Black, right? When I was growing up, um, and I thought he played really well when he was on. He had great feet. Someone that I thought was quite, you know, quite interesting to see an ex All Black son coming out. It's a bit like Little, isn't it, as well? And I've, I've even put down here, Little played well, which hurts me to say, but he did play well. And it was really nice watching the interview after the game with him. He was so proud to be back home, yeah, in front of the crowd. Um, and he was saying, you know, two couple of years ago, didn't think this would ever happen. So, you know, good on him for that. So for me, Auckland Blues, I'm so pleased. I'm, yeah. You know, we we are New Zealand rugby fans, so we want all the New Zealand rugby teams to do well. We've obviously got our own teams. Me's the Crusaders, you it's the the okay. Canes. But any New Zealand team doing well uh, brings a smile to our faces. That's for sure. And that brings an end to the. Review of all the New Zealand games. Up next, we're previewing... All next week. All next week's games. Oh, I do like this bit. So, mate, first game's up is Chiefs versus the Hurricanes. Chiefs at home? Yeah. So, is it going to be five in a row? I think it will be a five in a row, mate. I, I can't... Well, can I see them? Of course I can see them winning... It all depends on whether the Hurricanes play Bowden Barrett. Bowden Barrett's so important to the Hurricanes' backline. But if he plays, the Hurricanes. I, I, I have to agree with you. Hurricanes will win. Next one, mate. Crusaders versus the Highlanders. Now, I think the Highlanders are going to win. Two reasons. Go on, go on. Cause, because I like the Crusaders so much. No. And you'd love to see me crawl into my hole. No, because I think both teams are very good, you know, like rugby teams as a whole. Yeah, agreed. But the Highlanders are just cool, aren't they? And I just want to see you crawl into that hole. (laughs) 
Crusaders are at home, mate. Um, yeah. It's been a long time since I've lost at home. I'm going to say the Crusaders are going to do it again. My only, the only issue there is the agreement that all the New Zealand rugby teams had was they wouldn't play their All Blacks five games in a row. Uh, and Richie Mwanga. Richie Mwanga potentially isn't going to play that game. Who, so. who comes in then? Well. Um, ba- Bateman? No, Bateman Bateman's a centre, centre yeah. yeah. So, so you're looking at Mitch Hunt. Oh yeah, there, and also there's another there's another young lad that was there on the weekend as well. But I think they'd start with Mitch Hunt. And to be fair, Mitch Hunt last season when Rich, Richie Moranga was injured, did a he great job. Yeah, I was going to say it didn't do a very uh, he didn't do a bad job. He did a good job. So I, I'm still going to say the Crusaders. But what I would say is this: if Richie Moranga plays, definitely the Crusaders. If Richie Moranga doesn't play, just the Crusaders. I probably think that the Highlanders are going to be in it for an hour. They'll be in it for 60 minutes, and then the Crusaders class is just going to come out and they'll take it away in the last 20. Just think, look at that depth they showed. Yeah. You know, Sivu Reese first game, unbelievable. Will Jordan, first game, where guys come on last week, but he was real, really good. Yeah. So I'm going to say the Crusaders. Next up, mate, Blues... I've got to buy. So they're definitely going to win that one. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> uh, Brumbies versus the Waratahs. That's a big game. I think the Waratahs will win. Why? Well, they've just got the class of, you know, Israel Falawa. They've got... Israel Falawa. <laughs> <laughs> Israel Falawa. I know I'm not very good at some oh, of the players' names. But Israel mate, Falawa. Israel Falawa. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, 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 but they've got quite a good backline. Also, the Brumbies have won one game this year, and yeah, Foley's, I know they're, I know they're at home well too. I just think Waratahs will have too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. too much. So we're both agreement on that. Yeah, although I do think that will be tight. It'll be a good game, and the Brumbies kind of really need to win. But I'm still yeah, going to go it. and say uh Waratahs. The, the Tars. Stormers versus the Jaguaris. Now this has good game written all over it. The Stormers need they're only one point behind, but they need I think they do need a win just to sort of re restart. Yeah, but the Jaguaris also I mean they you know they're right next to them. So they're both I mean Jaguaris away from home. Is it two weeks on the trot away from home? Yeah. So I think the Jaguaris gonna win. I agree. I think Jaguaris are going to win. It'd be good to see them win as well. Although we were wrong about last week, we said the Jaguaris are going to beat the Lions, and Mate, we were wrong. Very often are we wrong. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what my wife says anyway. Mate, Jaguaris. Both saying Jaguaris. Sunwolves versus the Reds. Sunwolves at home. I'd love to see the Sunwolves win. Love them. They're my team at the moment. Yeah, but I I think the Reds. No, you know what? I think the Sunwolves are going to win. That's a massive call. It is. Goes completely against my prediction that they're going to finish last in the conference. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So what am I going to go for here? I'm going to go... I mean, it's hard to bet against the Sunwolves at the moment. Yeah. They're playing some good rugby. They don't seem to have very, very many injuries. They're at home. I'm still going to go for the Reds. Of so we're going for different are. ones there. Toby and Damien, different ones there. And last match, the Lions versus the Rebels. Good game. Who's at home? 
the Lions are at home. Lions at home, so Rebels away. I think the Rebels have just been playing some really, really good rugby, and they've been clinical at the moment. They've been winning games. Yes, they have been. The Lions have roared. Oh, they roared back, roared yeah. back into. It. I actually Awful. didn't even mean to like. Use oh, that you pun. so did. I've been working. You've on that got one that for written down, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Lions versus the the Lions are at home. I'm pre- isn't that they play at an altitude there as well? Yeah, they do yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Lions. They were last year's finalists. They might have had a bit of a dip. In fact, they've been two years finalists. So I'm going to say Lions, uh, they're going to just go for two wins in a row. So you're saying Rebels. I'm saying Rebels. I really like the Rebels. Yeah. They're playing good rugby. There's nothing against them. Well, there's quite a big difference there. We've both agreed on the Chiefs and the Hurricanes. We disagree on the Crusaders and the Highlanders. We Shock. agree on the Brumbies, Waratahs. We also agree on the Blues. We definitely agree on the Blues, <laughs> mate. The Stormers and Jaguaris we agree on. And then we disagree on the Sunwolves, uh, Reds, Lions and Rebels. So it'll be really interesting to see who knows more about rugby. I think we all know that. <laughs> who can predict the future? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, whoa, 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 whoa? Shut your mouth. I know the quiz is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how bad I am. <laughs> Talking about the quiz, that's the end of predictions. We all look forward to the quiz. All week you've been looking forward to the quiz. It's time for the... Quiz. <laughs> it certainly is. Three questions yet again. I've got a little caveat oh. for you. Oh. A little caveat for you. No, I'm not trying to make it easier for you because that, be, that would be wrong of me. All your questions are going to be on the Hurricanes tonight because it is your team. So if you don't know... <laughs> Oh, here we go. If you don't know the results for your team, you really, really do suck. Okay, right. I'll go first. How about that? You go first. These are going to be like, you mentioned this, you're going to this week, I'm going to make them really, really hard. (laughs) Okay, so Lamape is the leading try scorer with five tries. Yes. Oh, you know. No, I don't, I don't oh, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping you can ask a question I do know. Go on. Who, who is he tied with at the top? Okay. Rico Ioni. Oh, God. Shannon Frizzell. Yeah. Israel Falawa. <laughs> or uh, Jack Maddox. You know, this is a really, really tough one. Um, I know it's not Frizzell. He didn't play. He's on four. They're on five. Rico Ioani's on. He got four on the weekend. Did he get another one? Oh, uh, Maddox. Who does Maddox play for? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Oh God. He's uh, he's he's has he got over? Has he got over? Has he got over? Oh, I don't think he has got over. <laughs> hey. This is awful. So go through, go through them again. Rico, Jack, Shannon, or Izzy? Izzy who? Falawa. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. I'm say Rico. Wrong. Yes, get in. What? It's Jack Maddox. Oh, damn it. <laughs> 
He also plays for the Rebels. I just don't want to say. Oh, you're a horrible man. You're a horrible oh. man. Jeez, you better ask that. I, I knew Lamafe was top. Didn't know who he was tied with. Damn you. <laughs> uh, right, mate, for you, again, these are all on the Hurricanes. Okay. So how many yellow cards oh. has your team, the Hurricanes, received so far this year? A, zero. B, one. C, two. Or D, four. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue again. You've watched all the matches. Yeah, I know, Think but back. I can't remember. Thinking back, zero. Thinking back, zero. <laughs> you think zero? <laughs> I don't know. You're I think zero. zero. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a horrible man, you are. <laughs> Go on, next question, right, mate. Next question. I think the writing's on the wall for me, eh? Could be a good week. We never know. Which player has won the most lineouts? Who cares? <laughs> hey, I'm going to trip you up somehow. Going to trip you up. Somehow. We've got Brody Retellick. All right, okay, yeah. It's a Beth. Oh, God, I have no idea. Rory no. Arnold or Josh Dixon? Oh, most lineouts. A, B, C, or D. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Hey you. Um, all right, so give me some bit more background knowledge. So we've got Brody Retallick. Now he's played every match. They've had a good line out, yeah. but you've I reckon you've stuck him in there just to like go. You of course he's a brilliant player. Hey, like I said, the Chiefs set piece has been working really well. I want to go Brody Retallick. Okay, well you're wrong. It's, oh. Rory, it's Rory Arnold. Uh, with seven, <laughs> literally, you're thinking all the, these people who, who you don't even know. Oh, you again, horrible man! <laughs> He's got seventeen lineout wins. So here, here's me picking all the all the all. The, oh, I'm not even going to go there. Anyway, right. next one for you, mate. If you get this, you've won. So how many tries have the Hurricanes in total this year scored? Is it eighteen? B12, C5, uh, 15, sorry, or D20. Okay, well, Lamarpe scored five. Yes. Um, oh, okay. I'm just trying to think of the scores going back. Hmm. I'm going to go 12. 12 tries. Well, I have the very, very tough job of telling you, you are wrong. <laughs> Actually, 15 tries, mate, so far this season. They've had a great season. The most line breaks out of any team as well. So, but they potent, do have it, yeah. potent back line. Yeah, they've got a strong back line. Mate, so, what, what's the next one? I've got a half a chance of, of got, grabbing a, a draw. Here. A draw. Yeah, let me guess, let me guess. Which team in... The Japanese conference level three. <laughs> no, but which team <laughs> has carried the ball the most? Is it the Rebels? The Sharks? The Blues? <laughs> and the Crusaders? Well, I actually know that it's the, it's the two New Zealand teams that are the top. But I can't remember which one is top over the other. 
Most carries, most carries. Um, it's either the Blues or the Crusaders. Well, obviously. Yeah. Um, I've just got a funny feeling it's the Blues. Or is it the Crusaders? <laughs> you know what I'm doing here, everyone that's listening? I'm looking at him to see what he's going to give anything away. Oh. Okay. This for possibly a draw, but obviously was one. Oh. <laughs> it's hard, eh? It's real hard. I'm going to say the. Oh. Oh, God. The Blues. Oh. <laughs> Potentially a draw then. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Oh, I said yeah. that. And but I, was... I tell you what, the Blues are a long way ahead of everyone. And then it goes the Crusaders all and the, then all the New Zealand Conference. All the Conference. New Zealand Conference, yeah. 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 All right, mate. Although I fear that you may have seen this No, I question. haven't seen that. I wish I had now. I have one last question for you when I can find it. It is... What is the Hurricanes' overall kicking percentage this season? No, no, no. No, no. This is penalties and conversions, and we've spoken a lot about this in recent times. So I've got this remarkable difference for you on most of these. Yeah, it doesn't help me, mate. All right. So you've got A, 65%, B, 83%, C, 71%. Or D, 55%. Okay. Um, this for the win, mate. This is No, it's not. This is for draw. No, because oh, no, I've, I've only got the, one, mate. This, this is, is for, the, for win. the win. No, no <laughs> pressure. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna rule out 55. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hate you. Okay, so, yeah, ruling out 55... I reckon you've seen the answer to that. I haven't. Honestly, I haven't. <laughs> no, you. I probably, reckon you looked at mine. I, and you went, "Oh, I, I have I not seen it." Have not, because we had just going back. He's um, he's referring to. Uh, we had a bit of a t- technical difficulties where the uh, piece of equipment <laughs> ran out of battery, <laughs> uh, and then we put down our books, and uh, I may or may not have seen. But I didn't. Um, anyway, I am going to go. Can you go through them? Yeah. So you got sixty-five percent. Okay. Eighty-three percent. Okay. Seventy-one percent and fifty-five percent. I think it's eighty-three percent. You think it's eighty-three percent? Yeah, I think they've been they've been kicking reasonably well. They have been. Now I'm going to give you the full results here. So for conversions, they're at sixty. Seven percent for penalties, they're at 83 percent, so overall combined, oh, 71 percent. So, guess what? It's a draw. <gasps> this feels like a win to me. Oh my god, that oh, I'm so disappointed in myself. I had the win in my hands, you did, mate. And it's I dropped the, it was it. the first time. It's a bit like your rugby, isn't it? You had the ball in your hands and you dropped it. But it's the first time I felt under real pressure. And I have not risen. Know. I've not risen to the I've not risen to the challenge this week. No, you've been poor. I think I've been I'm I'm good because last week there was only one way and that was up. Because <laughs> I hit rock bottom, didn't I? Yeah, it wasn't your finest hour. <laughs> Mate, one last thing I want to just talk to the listeners about was some of the ridiculous comments 
that keep coming out um, from the commentators or from the press. And there's two that I've heard. First one we've already spoken about, which is Will Jordan next all yeah. black yeah. fullback. Even if he is the next all black fullback, he's, he's, he's played a couple of games. I mean, yeah. I know he played it's some... It's early days, isn't oh, it? Very, ridiculously very early. early days to say he's going to be the next all black. The other one was the Sunwolves to win their conference. Who on earth said that? Mate, one of the commentators on Saturday went, yeah, I, I, I think the Sunwolves may this year win their conference. Or if they play, if they continue playing like this, which is, I know it's a real throwaway comment, then they'll win their conference. I mean, that's just a ridiculous comment to make. Even if, even if they did, it's There's so only won it's one like, game. It's like, um, you know, Leicester City winning the premiership. You know, yeah, they won it in football, but, you know, to say it was a ridiculous comment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that, yeah, that is, like you say, it's just a ridiculous comment. I'm not sure why someone would say that. They've won one game. They've won. It's all, It's a little bit like the, the English press. Oh, You know, if they win a game, it's like they're the, the best team in the world. Us, yeah. If they lose a game, it's like, oh, we're rubbish. Um, You yeah. know, not, not, not a good sales point. But Super Rugby's back. Super Rugby is well and truly back, which is fantastic. Absolutely amazing. That's, you know, that is literally best players. Best, uh, best coaching staff. Yeah. Although I do think the coaching staff isn't quite as good as it has been in the past few years. Um, but it is the best competition. Anyway, it's time for us to go. But if you did want to uh, drop us an email, and we love your emails. We absolutely love reading them. Where do they uh, Where do they send their emails, mate? The Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. That's it. And uh, make sure you put where you come from because it's really yeah. interesting for us to, to sort of see. I'm surprised that someone's emailed him from America. Texas, mate. Big place, eh? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a bloody big place. So it's good to see that um, Kiwis are spreading their seed. Well, you, you never know, mate. It's like the NFL has really taken off in England. You never yeah. know. Super Rugby might be taking off. Uh, Fox Sport, I think play it in america oh do they yeah yeah so um you never know where they're listening so it's always good to hear um where people are coming from but anyway that's it from us for another week hope you enjoyed it and hope you you'll see us or hear us back here next week see you later Podcast Network.